0: all talk all the time this is talkzone.com internet talk radio
1: Good day. Welcome to Healthy Talk Radio. I'm Deborah Ray. Well, it's made from camphor, pine needle oil, menthol, and Canadian fur balsam gum. Novartis has now bought Buckley's cough mixture. How's it marketed? The country's best selling and worst tasting cough medicine. It occurs in Canada. It's our focus each and every week on health freedom for you and me as health care consumers, for our health care practitioners. And Dr. Harry Proust, a professor of physiology, medicine, and pathology from George Town University Medical Center, joins us today to talk about the usefulness of dietary supplements. Oh, yes, the science-based dietary supplementation behind aging, metabolic syndrome, and weight loss. With Dr. Harry Proust is our guy today on behalf of the American Association for Health Freedom, right here on Healthy Talk Radio.
0: Now, the news and views about the news you won't hear anywhere else. The Healthy Talk Radio News Digest.
1: Well, just two short years ago, they were one of the worst. North Carolina, a bad place to have a heart attack, but I guess they took uh, uh, some cues from NASCAR. Because according to uh, a recent heart attack victim who within 90 minutes at arriving at a small community hospital in North Carolina, he was having a blocked artery reopened at Duke University Medical Center 25 miles away. Quote, it's like being a car in a pit stop at NASCAR. I thought I'm really in good hands. That uh, our nation's most ambitious statewide project to redo how serious heart attacks has handled is now being uh, declared a bona fide success in the state of North Carolina. That paramedics, doctors, and 65 hospitals around the state of North Carolina have put aside the powerful individual interest in the, of money and control Uh, They dominate medicine in this country and focused on giving faster and better care. Of course, it's important from the standpoint that drugs, devices, and doctors do no good if they don't reach people quickly before the heart sustains permanent damage. And Of course, these are the areas where conventional medicine shines, an emergency, uh, a trauma, a heart attack, and what they found is that many small hospitals lacked those specialized suites that were necessary for cardiac catheterizations, for the angioplasties. Uh, They were sometimes uh, giving clot-blusting drugs uh, without these specialized tools, which don't always work. So 55 small hospitals agreed to send appropriate patients to 10 larger hospitals uh, when a patient sustained a heart attack, even if it meant giving up thousands of dollars of revenue, this, this is an interesting insight into medicine because we now recognize it's not about the quality of care, the best science. It's about you gotta, you gotta feed the bottom line. So now they have found. An unqualified success with the 55 small hospitals sending heart attack and stroke victims on to the larger hospitals. And now North Carolina leads the nation in the fastest heart care. And of course, they got some good NASCAR tracks there as well. Well, it was the American Heart Association's annual meeting in Orlando. A report uh, that was released uh, in the New England Journal of Medicine over the weekend that the one of the best-selling blood thinner medications in the country, if not the world, Plavix. million prescriptions written each and every year in this country for Plavix. It uh, generates $3 billion, now being compared to a new drug, um, uh, Prasugrel. And what they have found is that Prasugrel works better. But for every person whose life is saved from a clot, you have one additional bleeding death associated with the use of uh, this experimental medicine, PASUGREL, P-R-A-S-U-G-R-E-L, which, of course, begs the question, is it then worth it? Because Plavix alone has its risk as well as its uh, benefits. So there are many people who have said all along, we need something better and something safer. Of course, we're moving away from the use of Coumadin and Warfarin because of the inherent downsides, the acceleration of the atherosclerotic, in other words, blockage process itself, because Coumadin and Warfarin create a scenario of vitamin K2 deficiency. So you have to wonder if we'll see a widespread embracing of this experimental anti-clotting drug. It does work better. Uh, Compared with Plavix, uh, a 24% reduction in heart attacks because it reduces the number of blood clots, but quadruples the risk of fatal bleeding. Quadruples the risk of fatal bleeding. Not to be taken lightly. Speaking of uh, bleeding, there was a drug that was given during open-heart surgery, Trasylol, T-R-A-S-Y-L-O-L. That once on the market was associated with more deaths and more bleeding during open-heart surgery. Now, Bayer has announced uh, that they are going to pull this drug from the market uh, due to the growing evidence that it's linked to a higher uh, risk of death than the competing drugs. But, of course, it's eye-opening to many of us to recognize this drug is used during surgery. We're unaware of it. Nobody comes and explains it to us and asks our permission or even informs us about it. And now it's being pulled from the market, approved in 1993. It's been under a cloud for more than a year amid amid this suggestion that it boosts the risk of death. So you think, gosh was on the market for 14 years before the dots connected that anybody realized that it was causing more deaths than saving the scenario of actually cutting down on blood loss during open heart surgery. Well, We all get a little less sleep these days. Uh, And, of course, uh, with the time change, many people find it just takes a while for your bodies to get used to it, although the experts say you really never get used to it. But losing sleep is certainly an important uh, risk factor of aging, of uh, uh, drowsy driving, and now researchers reporting that insufficient uh, sleep can negatively affect particularly preteens' metabolism as well as their exercise and eating habits. That Children aged 9 to 12 who slept less than 9 hours a night were much more likely to gain weight than their more rested peers. Many children not getting enough sleep and that lack of sleep not only makes them moody, but also leads to a higher risk of being overweight. Of course, we have seen uh, the exact counterpart in adults as well, that when we begin to shave, oh, you know, I can sleep late on, on the weekend. No, nope, no, nope, your body loses sleep, and it affects key hormones, which affect metabolism, which may be one of the ways the reasons you're carrying around some excess weight. Well, it's the largest follow-up study. Look at the safety of bare metal versus drug-coded stents. Keep in mind we do uh, just about 2 million of these stent implantations each and every year in this country. This presentation before the American Heart Association in Orlando concluded that patients who receive drug-coded stents, keep in mind they're a lot more expensive, triple uh, the the price of bare metal stents were no more likely to die than those who got bare metal stents. Of course, the long-term scenario is the fact that patients who have drug coated stents are associated with a higher risk of a clot and the associated risk of heart attack and stroke long-term from the drug coated stents because simply, if you have a drug coated stent the lining of that artery continues to be irritated, never really heals as it does after the implantation of a bare metal stent. So it's one of those scenarios that you uh, uh, look at the research, look at the long-term risk. Again, there's no one right way here. have to make the decision that's best for you. And, of course, you can reduce the risk of the consequences of that blockage a heart attack or a stroke by using fish oil because we simply don't die from the blockage alone. It's the consequences of the blockage that potentially put us at risk. We're going to return to talk about how a common spice healed psoriasis according to a well-known pharmacist syndicated columnist who writes a people's pharmacy all that and more with dr harry proust joining us today right here on healthy talk radio
0: now the woman who is single-handedly changing the face of health care hey can we get a little help here please she shouldn't have to do this alone
1: I focus each and every week at this time all about health freedom. Dr. Harry Proust will be joining us today. He is a well-known researcher, um, educator, and author uh, all about the topic of the usefulness of dietary supplements. And Oh, yes, there is science to back them up, dietary supplements to address some of our more common health challenges of aging, metabolic syndrome, and weight loss. We were missed not to mention, though, what was presented at the American Heart Association's annual meeting in Orlando, the fact that U.S. women are developing a type of artery disease that raises the risk of death from heart attacks and strokes um, at a rate um, Previously unappreciated, this is peripheral artery disease, uh, which narrows the arteries that control blood flow to uh, the limbs. So, uh, for example, you go for a walk and your legs start to feel heavy, uh, you start to get some cramping, um, start to get uh, coldness, or nail fungus peripheral artery disease develops when fatty deposits accumulate in the inner linings of the artery walls that cuts blood flow and oxygen to the, our arms and legs and other parts of the body and of course we now know that we can regress that uh, process of blockage with any number of lifestyle tools Exercise makes a difference. Uh, There are uh, good, qualified scientific studies indicating that exercise can actually stimulate new blood vessel growth around the blockage. There's a non-invasive therapy that was used in uh, China for 20 years. Major universities uh, have uh, researched it in this country, including uh, State University of New York, SUNY uh, uh, of New York, taking a look at uh, Counter pulsation. The use of segmental blood pressure cuffs can actually stimulate the growth of new blood vessels around blockage. Aged garlic. We recently had Dr. Matthew Budoff from UCLA Harborview, an invasive cardiologist, stood there, who has shown that aged garlic can regress pla- uh, plaque or blockage up to 80 percent. Good clinical studies out of uh, uh, the Netherlands indicating that vitamin K2 can help to regress blockage over 10 years as well. So while the sobering statistics that artery disease, particularly peripheral artery disease, is on the rise among U.S. women, good news is that lifestyle factors that address reducing our risk of Cancer and and uh, diabetes and obesity also address peripheral artery disease. All about making wiser lifestyle choices. Well, um, the title piqued my interest. The L.A. Times regular weekly health section uh, always contains the column from. Pharmacist Joe Graydon and his wife, uh, Teresa Graydon, entitled The People's Pharmacy. This week's uh, title was uh, was, uh, Turmeric Healed Her Psoriasis. Somebody wrote in after reading Joe Graydon's report that turmeric, or turmeric, that yellow spice that's an important ingredient in curry powder, is a natural anti-inflammatory antioxidant that has shown promise against psoriasis, actually being researched in 10 National Cancer Institute studies as a potentially uh, anti-cancer agent. And what this person wrote in is, I want to thank you for writing about turmeric. I had psoriasis on my feet and my hands so bad that I lost all the nails on my fingers. I went to doctor after doctor, to heal my psoriasis, and nothing worked. When she saw the article about turmeric, she thought she'd try it. She uh, she writes, I started to put turmeric on my food and in my coffee, and within two weeks, my psoriasis had started to heal. Within three weeks, it cleared up. I've been free of psoriasis for six months now. My foot no longer scales. The nails on my hands have grown back. I told the doctor about turmeric. I guess he didn't believe me, but I know better. That uh, turmeric, the active ingredient is curcumin, can be purchased in capsules, 500 milligram capsules. It, um, if you have a little tendonitis, tennis elbow, Great because it's um, actually specific for tendon inflammation, but a wonderful agent that is garnering much more interest these days as a potential natural anti-inflammatory. If you have uh, joint inflammation, in fact, any type of inflammation, turmeric or curcumin, curcuminoids, is certainly in order. And then all of the diseases with which we correlate inflammation, whether it's arthritis, uh, gum inflammation, gingivitis, uh, whether it is um, uh, rheumatoid arthritis, lupus, all of those uh, diseases of inflammation can be helped with the addition of turmeric. And this woman actually didn't take it in capsule form. She just started to regularly add it to her food stir it in her coffee. wonder how that tastes. And found that within three weeks, her psoriasis went away and has not returned in six months. So interesting indeed because we are actually seeing a pharmaceutical company in North Carolina trying to raise money to actually... um, Identified the active ingredient patented make this into a drug they think that there are so many options of turmeric and its active ingredient curcumin that they believe uh, that its healing power is immense whether it's heart disease uh, inflammatory skin diseases cancer and all those diseases that we associate with aging well it's the prescription project, according to Dr. David Rothman, that pharmaceutical companies offer physicians free meals to the tune of $4 million a day. It's all part of the staggering $12 billion that the pharmaceutical companies spend each year to market directly to doctors. The growing concern now with 65% of the heads of departments in our medical schools on the payroll of pharmaceutical companies is that are our medical students, our doctors of the future, getting objective science-based information or are they being taught to push the sponsor's product? That a 100,000 drug reps fan out every day across the country, each one meeting with as many as eight doctors a day. So there is much focus, particularly in other countries around uh, the world. We see it to, to some extent in this country. In fact, this prescription project out of Boston, Dr. David Rothman is um, hot on the trail as we have seen major educators in the field of medicine. Dr. Jerome Kassir in his book On the Take. Here's a former editor-in-chief of the New England Journal of Medicine. Dr. Marsha Engel, another former editor-in-chief of the New England Journal of Medicine in her book. Um, Dr. uh, 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 John Abramson in his book Overdosed America. There are many of those within conventional medicine who now decry that the sponsor's dollars have forever colored medical school education, research, publication, and ultimately clinical practice. In other words, the drug that may be prescribed for you and me may not be the best, may not have the science to back it up, but may be the one that the pharmaceutical rep was telling the physician about just last week. The Prescription Project out of Boston, Massachusetts, looking to change all that. We're going to return to talk with noted educator and research scientist, author Dr. Harry Proust. the usefulness of dietary supplements for aging, for metabolic syndrome, for weight loss, at 800-307-3002, right here on Healthy Talk Radio.
0: The information on Healthy Talk Radio may be eye-opening, controversial, and disturbing to some, but it is all well-documented and presented by credentialed guests, as well as our knowledgeable host. It may not represent the views of this network, this radio station, or its sponsors, but it might just be good for your health.
1: A very special guest joining us today with our focus each and every week on this time, all about health freedom for us as health care uh, consumers, for our healthcare practitioners, and joining us today is a real pillar in that arena, a noted educator, research scientist, author. In fact, uh, we've had the opportunity to interview him about his most recently published book, one that should be on your bookstore, uh, your bookshelf, The Natural Fat Loss Pharmacy. He's Dr. Harry Proust who joins us today, to talk about the usefulness of dietary supplements uh, regarding aging, metabolic, syndrome and weight loss, and with today's American Medical Association news now urging medical schools to focus on teaching doctors about obesity. Once again, Dr. Proust, you were on the, the cutting edge ahead of the pack.
2: That's true, and it's tough sometimes to be on the cutting edge, but it's always nice to watch it catching up.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. So when we take a look at the, the growing body of evidence to suggest that dietary supplementation is not only wise, uh, is good medicine, give us an overview of, of your interest in research in this arena, please.
2: Oh, well, Deborah, it, it's, it's, va- it's very vast. And sometimes people say, what do you do? And I have to stop and think, what do I do? <laughs> but uh, I, I have really been interested in um, preventive medicine uh, through my interest as a nephrologist in hypertension and uh, learning early on in life that um, we could induce high blood pressure with sugar. And then uh, we found, we found that it was connected with the insulin system and then looking into chromium, trivalent chromium, which will uh modify the effects of the insulin system and having the blood pressure come down and from there I've just been in a you know looking at supplements in general and finding the good ones and uh, the bad ones as well so a lot of people will come up to me um and start talking say about my weight loss book and they'll say do you really need supplements to lose weight and I'll remind them that we're losing fat and then I go into my spiel which I'll say No, you can probably diet and exercise and bring your body into beautiful shape with that, but uh, the majority of us can't do it. And if you read the book, you'll see that uh, most of our studies are done with people already dieting and exercising, and when they take the supplements properly, they lose more fat.
1: Beautiful, beautiful. So, so give us an overview. You've mentioned one uh, of the the critical mineral supplementations uh, that is all too uh, uh, devoid in the American diet: chromium and what that means in terms of insulin sensitivity and this metabolic syndrome, uh, Doctor Proust
2: Oh yes, this is probably one of my favorites, and I can tell your audience that I've been taking trivalent chromium for over over ten years at least maybe more towards fifteen years now and we found a lot of good things work from chromium and originally when i started to study it uh... the only real known effect of it was that it it sensitized the insulin system which is so important because as we gain more weight gain more fat or start to get older then the system breaks down a little bit and Uh, We don't, we aren't as sensitive to insulin as we should uh, be, and uh, our body tends to rise the insulin levels to compensate for this, and that's not good for us. So when you take the uh, chromium, trivalent chromium, and there are other supplements as well, it will sensitize our system. uh, The insulin responds better, and the levels in the blood go down, and this has a lot of good effects on us that with the insulin system working well there's a tendency to keep on the muscle lose the fat keep the blood pressure down um, and uh, you know keep keep us generally healthier and overcome many of the aspects of the metabolic syndrome And, and i might warn your audience that in our laboratory we've checked a number of chromium compounds and there's only certain ones that work so be aware that uh, you've got to get the right trivalent chromium in your system to have it work. And uh, recently, uh, Deborah, I can tell you that we've had some good success in the laboratory. We show that it works on the renin-angiotensin system and brings the circulating angiotensin 2 down. And for your audience, all they really need to know is that when those levels go high, your blood pressure goes high and your Mm -hmm. vasculature begins to develop atherosclerosis. So that this trivalent chromium or anything that will keep the insulin system down is really very good for you.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And continuing the discussion, if you would, please, Dr. Proust, because we see a growing body of evidence to suggest that there are some very interesting plant chemicals in green and oolong tea that might be of benefit in weight loss as well as metabolic syndrome as well.
2: Oh, yes, yes. Yes. I think green tea is a very interesting, I don't even want to call it a compound, (laughs) obviously we're talking about a food, but certainly in the Far East when the epidemiologists went there, they noticed that the people that uh, consumed a lot of green tea were healthier than those that did not. And certainly um, for our book we noted that they were thinner, they had less fat. Um, and they were healthier in many, many other respects, less diseases of the metabolic syndrome that we talked about. And then people started to look, well, what is in green tea that's so important? There's are various um, elements in there, and one of them being a compound called EGCG, which I hesitate to pronounce. It's got a long <laughs> chemical name. But EGCG is probably the principal factor in the green tea that will increase your metabolism, try to keep the fat off. So that as a supplement, you can go to your store and you can buy various um, extracts from green tea like EGCG. And people, Deborah, will often come up to me and they'll say, well, can I drink enough green tea to do it? And my response to them is, yes, you can drink enough green tea if you really want to. But for most people, that's an awful lot of green tea. So what we usually recommend to people is they get the extract from the green tea, the EGCG, mm-hmm. and take it along with a little bit of the green tea and it will work beautifully for them.
1: Excellent, excellent. Now, what other uh, dietary supplements that you would uh, deal with uh, in your, your recent book, The Natural Fat Loss Pharmacy, include uh, fats. And, of course, we're, <laughs> in many cases, very confused about good fats versus bad fats. Um, and you add to the equation uh, a fat named conjugated linolenic acid, CLA. Tell us about this fat relating to uh, to weight loss, Dr. Proust.
2: You know, I'm getting quite a bit of response on the so-called CLA, the conjugated linoleic acid, and um, in that particular article, I haven't done any research on it myself particularly, so we call the researchers in Norway and talk directly with them, and then in the book, we list three studies that was performed on conjugated linoleic acid, but originally, um, people were looking at the conjugated linoleic acid to overcome various effects of cancer uh, and other chronic disorders and then found subsequently that there was something about the conjugated linoleic acid that caused the individual to lose fat and at the same time gain a little bit of muscle. So that um, surprisingly, um, I had recently had a friend call me because um, she went on the conjugated linoleic acid and she was exclaiming how it helped her with her asthma she was she was really very happy over the whole thing, but in the book, of course, we emphasize that it's good for weight loss and Unfortunately, in that chapter the um, we mentioned that the Norwegians said that their individuals lost the fat and gained the muscle without dieting or exercising so I hear that all the time, and people say, "Well, we don't have to diet and exercise and I'll say, "Well, in that particular study, they didn't diet and exercise but I think it's a good thing for each individual that tries these supplements to realize the supplements are aids to the fat loss program and that they really should get into the exercise habit. Um and, and we could go into that in detail, Deborah, but they should be exercising and they should be watching what they eat as well as taking something like conjugated linoleic acid. But I know my um Wife went on it about a month ago, and she likes it very much. She added it to uh, her supplements that she already takes, and uh, she believes it's improving uh, her weight.
1: Because it also brings up the, the, the issue, and we welcome your insight, Dr. Proust, that um, you know some of these studies show you know loss of fat, but gaining muscle mass, and that muscle mass uh, which uh, seems to decline in many of us as we age is a real key in terms of of our metabolic rate and, and in fact many aspects of aging well we hear now hear a lot more focus on muscle mass. Tell us more, Dr. Proust.
2: Okay, and, and Deborah, that's why we, we named my particular book, The Natural Fat Loss Pharmacy. And I realize as we're doing it, we would really catch the public's interest by call, causing the, uh, calling it The Natural Weight Loss Pharmacy. But the, the difficulty there is that we don't want to lose weight as muscle. That's not the case. And most of us assume by looking at the scale when we're losing weight that we're losing just fat. And that's not true. We did a recent study on um, African-American women, and when they were just following diet and exercise, uh, they did lose weight, but 60% of that weight was muscle, which is not very good. And so, um, you know, what we, we try to emphasize to people that they've got to lose um, fat and retain the muscle. Right Now, the reason for that is, of course, um, uh, I want women to... to gain that muscle and keep it there because they have a longer lifespan and as they get older and you lose uh, say five pounds of muscle each decade by the time you reach uh, your older years you become very frail and you're falling quite a bit and I think that if you retain your muscle you retain your independence much longer and before you have to go into long term facilities for care if you didn't if you had your muscle you wouldn't have to do that as early on. So I advise everyone, it's not just the young male who wants to look like Adonis, but it's females, it's older individuals. It's just as important to retain that muscle as it is to lose the fat. So you want to do both and when we're on a good weight loss program we'll hear a lot of people complaining that their scales aren't going down as fast as they'd like them to go down. And uh, But at the same size, the men will say, well, my belt size is getting smaller. Or the women will say, my dress size is getting smaller. And then we kind of know that we're doing the right thing, that we're maintaining the muscle or or gaining muscle, at the same time losing that fat. So it's extremely important that uh, uh, the elderly and women do their workout, that they do their walking. uh, They look at their pedometers. They keep their steps up. But at the same time, go somewhere and do a little resisted resistant training mm-hmm. uh, lift weight light weights whatever you can do but it's it's so important to keep that calorie burning muscle up there for yourself
1: and that brings up, when we talk about uh, muscle tissue, one of the topics uh, uh, with, uh, that you address in the fat loss pharmacy are those branched-chain amino acids. And uh, you know, many of us know of, particularly people who uh, focus on bodybuilding, powerlifting, focus on these amino acids. Uh, can they be of potential benefit here in terms of weight loss, Dr. Bruce?
2: Oh, um, I just took three of them this morning before i talked to you deborah (laughs) okay that's on my list high up my priority as i put my pills out every morning is to get my um, uh, branch chain amino acids and we know that there's a stimulation from those branch chain amino acids to building muscle and they, they can show that in test tubes they can show that in the human being that when i do my workout i take my branch chain as well and there's another one. I take the branch chain, but there's another one we mentioned in the book called butyrate HMB, mm-hmm. which is um, is a breakdown product of leucine, which is the branch chain amino acid. And if you work out and take this, you can build muscle as well. So we've often asked the question, well, which one of these should we take? And a good friend of mine at the AdvoCare company named Sid Stowes, I asked him, I said, you put out both products, which... Which would you take? And he says, take the one that works. So if you take one and it works, just continue with it because they're both very good, but you don't need both of them. So, um, yes, that's very important. It's, it's interesting you ask that because every morning I have my branch <laughs> chain amino acids and then at night I try to work out and I take a few more.
1: Excellent. Well, there's also a focus in the Fat Loss Pharmacy, about about an interesting science-based nutrient supplementation that refers to what speaks to so many women, and that is that emotional eating. And... um, so many of us who believe that high stress has an effect on our appetite and our waistline will return. We'll talk about some of that research relating to serotonin as well as 5 tryptophan. Noted educator, research scientist, and author. Of the Fat Loss Pharmacy, Dr. Harry Proust joining us today. We're talking about science based nutrient supplementation, the usefulness of dietary supplements, uh, arming you and me as educated healthcare consumers to make wise choices about our health right here on Healthy Talk Radio.
0: Cutting edge information on alternative medicines, nutrition, and your health. Healthy Talk Radio with Deborah Ray.
1: A special educator, research scientist, and author joins us today, Dr. Harry Proust. For those of you who asked me to spell P-R-E-U-S-S, his uh, most recent book, A Must Read, The Natural Fat Loss Pharmacy. We're talking about some of the science-based dietary supplements of which we will read more in The Natural Fat Loss Pharmacy. And we're going to talk about supplements that relate to the fact that many of us say, Oh, my goodness, when I'm worried, I just pack on the (laughs) pail. <laughs> Dr. Bruce. I,
2: I think that's very true. I think um, there is that tendency when we're stressed that uh, eating has something that, that just calms us down somewhat. And it's it's certainly something that we have to uh, look out for. Uh, we've been uh, considering that, um, that there is such a thing as food addiction. We, we've been talking about that with a group of individuals and uh, whether somehow the, uh, the sweets and the carbohydrates get to us and we actually tend to eat more and become more stressed out with them. So one of the things that supplements can do is, is help you really to, to look out for that and, and quash that, that over exuberant appetite that you can have and help you along. And I'm, I might say, Deborah, as I was listening to commercials, I've had my probiotic and my resveratrol already today.
1: <laughs> and, of course, that's an interesting area about probiotics. We're hearing a lot more about we as microbial beings and probiotics yes. and in a number of therapeutic arenas, Dr. Bruce.
2: Yes, yes. Uh, you know, after a while, I used to be the type of doctor when I was interning and training that I'd have to think twice to take an aspirin for my headache because I wanted to avoid everything. And now I amazed myself in the morning all the natural products I line up. And, uh, you know, the other comment I was listening to your commercials, you call them alternative medicine and I, people say, well, you do alternative medicine, and I say, no, I just do medicine. Yeah, I mean, if yeah. something's good for you, it's really not an alternative. It's no, part of medicine.
1: No, it really is good good medicine to offer science-based uh, dietary supplements, and, of course, we're seeing this uh, in increasing fashion. Um, you know, oh, yes, yes. And
2: I, you know, you raised the anti-aging, and I'll take the resveratrol, and I'll right. take the trivalent chromium, because I think I told you before, Deborah, we did an experiment in the laboratory in our Rats lived 20% longer when they were taking the trivalent chromium compounds. And so I'm, I was very impressed with that. And I'm, I looked around and I told my assistant there, I said, I'm glad I've been taking this for over 10 years.
1: <laughs> and, of course, you have to wonder, because a, a recent meeting of diabetic educators commented that there was 30 years of government-funded research on chromium, yet yep. they wanted you know more money for more study. <laughs>
2: oh, yeah. You know, I actually, when we um, would... We, Give a, you know, try to get a grant on chromium, yeah. it was more or less they'd laugh at us. Gosh. And now I think they're beginning to realize there's something more than just replacing a deficit of chromium that is naturally in our diet, there is a deficit of chromium. But I think that over and above that, there's a lot of good that comes out of that chromium. Well, and thanks I, I to I you, Dr. Proust, we have to. Proust, have to
1: leave me. it there with Dr. Harry i and Deborah a reminding you to live long, stay healthy.